Let's talk about blue chip stocks. What does that mean? Blue chip stock. Well, the blue chip stocks are usually the best stocks. It comes from poker. Those little plastic chips you get at home, the white chips, the red chips, and the blue chips. Well, the blue chips are the highest denomination. Blue chip stocks, like the stocks in the Dow Jones Industrial Average. Stocks like Boeing and Home Depot and Apple and McDonald's and Visa and 3M and Travelers and IBM and Microsoft and Disney and Johnson & Johnson and Procter & Gamble and Walmart and so on. So those are all blue chip stocks. All the stocks in the Dow are blue chip stocks. If you go to a financial advisor and they put you in a portfolio of stocks, it's probably going to look like this. It's probably going to be a bunch of blue chip stocks. Why? Well, it's kind of hard to screw it up. <laughs> I mean, the reason, look, blue chip stocks are not going to get you the most growth. They're, no stock is safe, but blue chip stocks tend to be the safest. There have been historical examples of blue chip stocks that took a dirt nap. GE is one of them. GE got destroyed, right? And GE was in the Dow for 100 years. It eventually fell out of the Dow and it got destroyed. So, but for the most part, blue chip stocks aren't a lot of risk. But most importantly, nobody can second guess your decision to be in a blue chip stock. Like Home Depot. Like who is going to second guess that decision? Home Depot is a great company. They're killing it. Like nobody is going to look back at that and say, man, you really screwed up by investing in Home Depot. It is a defensible decision. If you bought some small cap piece of crap or some SPAC or some blockchain company or something like that, that is not a defensible decision. There's a lot of risk associated with that. You could get it wrong. <laughs> And it's not defensible, which is why financial advisors don't do it because they don't want to get sued. They don't, they don't want to buy those kinds of stocks. They're going to put you in the blue chip stocks. They're defensible choices, right? You might say that these are mature companies and they do not grow. Well, the Dow has been up a lot in recent years. The Dow definitely goes up. They also tend to pay big dividends. They tend to pay big dividends, which is a good thing. You always want to be in a stock that pays dividends where the dividends are growing. That is the key to financial success. So if a financial advisor puts you in some 3D printing stock that blows up, they're going to get fired. <laughs> so, or, you know, that like worse from a financial advisor standpoint, like if they're putting you in stuff that's not suitable they can go to arbitration. They can, I mean, a lot of things can happen. So I used to be very scornful of blue chip stocks because that's not where the growth is. But interestingly enough, that has where the growth has been. You know, a lot of it's because of indexing, not the Dow, which is price weighted, but, you know, the S&P 500, which is market cap weighted. When money goes into the S&P 500, most of the money goes to the bigger stocks. The bigger stocks get bigger. The smaller stocks get smaller. That is how indexing works. So I think the best part about blue chip stocks is the income, the dividends they pay. Big, big dividends, lots of cash flow. 
Of course, if this is a theory of mine, it's a theory of mine. If you are going to buy individual stocks, at a minimum, you should have $100,000. At a minimum. Why? Well, because in order to build a diversified portfolio, you're going to have to buy 20 stocks, and you're going to put $5,000 in each stock. That gets you to $100,000, right? If you had a million dollars, you'd buy 20 stocks, and you put 50000 in each stock. But if you only have 10000 you can't realistically buy 20 stocks. I mean, you'd be buying a couple hundred bucks worth of each, like one share, two shares, and it would be a huge waste of time, you know? So I think, first of all, not a lot of people, this is a, a lot of people who have brokerage accounts like Schwab or E-Trade or Interactive Brokers or Robinhood or stuff like that, Robinhood in particular, People will open up an account with $10,000, and over time, that account is going to go to zero. You talk to people at these brokerage firms, they all say the same thing. These accounts, people open up an account with $10,000. Over the course of a couple of years, it goes to zero. People stop trading, and then they have to acquire new customers. It's a game of acquiring new customers, and that is the sad reality of the brokerage industry. People lose money. Now, if you open an account with 100000 and you bought 20 blue chip stocks, you'd probably be doing okay. Of course, if you're going to buy a portfolio of 20 stocks, why not just buy a mutual fund? Right? <laughs> like, that's the thing. You know, like, I don't really understand the motivation for owning individual stocks. Just pay for professional money management. Get... A, get a portfolio manager at a mutual fund company to manage this portfolio and pay like 50 basis points or whatever. And terrific. You're diversified. Like being diversified on your own is a lot harder. I mean, you're watching a portfolio of 20 stocks. So, uh, I, you know, even I, I don't have a portfolio of 20 stocks. I do not. I do not. I kind of, at any given time, I might have like five or six or seven stocks that I'm kind of dorking around with. Like I really do more macro trades. I do stuff with like interest rates and currencies and stuff. But, you know, I don't, I, I don't have a diversified portfolio of stocks. I have, I have some legacy mutual funds, but I don't, not many people do this, you know, um, the one nice thing about building a portfolio of stocks is that you don't have to trade in round lots anymore, right? So in the old days, you had to buy round lots, so you had bigger sizes, and you needed more money. So you don't need round lots anymore, and all the commissions are free, which you know my opinion on that. I think free commissions is the worst thing in the world. So you can build a portfolio with tiny quantities or stocks, but still... It just makes sense. Why do it yourself? Hire professional money management. I'm just going to name some. I'm not endorsing anybody, but I'm just going to name some firms like Janus and T. Rowe Price and Vanguard and Fidelity and Putnam and Loomis Sales and Thornburg. And there's lots, lots of mutual fund companies out there. And a lot of them are good. American Century. That's another good one. Like you don't have to do it yourself. You know, you don't have to do it yourself. 
The one thing I will say is make sure you reinvest the dividends. Reinvest the dividends. But if you want to pick stocks, if you want a bunch of stocks in your brokerage account, then fine. You can do that. Just make sure you pick the blue chips. Pick the blue chips. Don't have a bunch of garbage in there because you're going to regret it.